Well, 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 welcome back to the F1 Funcast. I am just checking in with everybody out there in between Baku, Azerbaijan Grand Prix, and the Miami Grand Prix. Um, Just want to give a brief update on how things stand and what we're looking at over here at the F1 Funcast. Uh, Currently, after, after Baku, it was, I mean... I don't know if you've listened to the other podcast. I'm not sure if you're up to date, but we pretty much nailed it. And it didn't take too much. It's not. I'm not trying to say we're, uh, you know, some sort of clairvoyant podcast over here. But the Red Bull runaway is real. It's a real thing happening, and we saw it coming. If you listened to the episode a couple episodes ago, we we were talking about how this looked like it could have been a Red Bull runaway, and it certainly was. Although. Interesting to see Sergio Perez, isn't it, back at the top of the podium. So his reputation seems to be well-earned as a street specialist. And it really brings up the interesting point of, do we have a little bit of a race here at the top of the field? I mean, everyone was up in arms, and it still kind of is true that Red Bull's going to run away with the constructors. That's over. The constructors is over. Give it to him now. But interesting inside that team, what's going on here. And I mean, Max Verstappen made some interesting quotes after the last, uh, after Baku, saying about you have to be consistent. It's all about consistency from here on out. And it almost seemed like maybe a little bit of a little bit of a jab at his teammate there saying, yeah, we've seen you do it on these street circuits, but we have a lot of, as Christian Horner put them, a lot of proper circuits coming up here and are you going to be consistent enough to hang with me for the rest of the year that's how i read it from max kind of a not laying down the challenge but putting down the marker of if you really want this if you think you are a world championship driver you need to be consistent from here on out and that consistency is going to go through me which so i think that's interesting i think it's pretty pretty interesting shaping up at red bull if you're a red bull fan obviously you're elated and if you are um, a fan of maybe a tight, you know, th- this looked like a couple months ago we were talking like this could be over in terms of uh, Max Verstappen winning every race and, and running away with it and being a relatively boring season. Well, you know, that doesn't necessarily have to be the case if we have a, a matchup of Red Bull at the top. And then if you start to look at the race for number two, We've got Aston Martin in second place with 87 points, then Mercedes with 76, and Ferrari with 62. So those are all, and Ferrari is on the upswing, right? Mercedes looks on the downswing. Aston Martin maybe started hotter than their uh, season is going to show. So if you're looking for a race there, there's, there's action to be seen between those three teams. And I mean, what an interesting weekend for Charles Leclerc after performing pretty well at um, at qualifying at the sprint, and then still, it's it, I heard on another podcast, and it's really true. It must be frustrating. Like no matter what I do, I just don't have the car to get it done. Like I can I can win a pole, I can have the fastest lap, I can do everything I need to do, and I still just the vehicle itself is not it for me. So. Interesting race shaping up there, though, for number two on the uh, on the Formula One grid this year. And 
frankly, I think Ferrari is going to be the team to catch for that two spot if given another two or three races. Um, Mercedes hasn't impressed, and Aston Martin may have peaked a little too early and could be looking at um, some catch-up with Ferrari. So that's interesting. And then also the McLaren down through, I mean, really the rest of the grid, but you could say Alfa Romeo. It's McLaren, Alpine, Haas, and Alfa Romeo, and they are all separated by less than 10 points at this point. So again, if you're rooting for a team in there, you've got a lot to to look at and a lot to fight for. And McLaren looking stronger than we thought maybe at the start of the year. Alpine hanging in there. Haas, you know, it would be great for Haas to, to get some more points and try to push for fifth or sixth. I mean, it's a big gap from McLaren to Ferrari in terms of quality and in terms of points. It looks like like 48 points or something close to it in the difference. So you're not really looking to get above fifth, but any of these races, any weekend, five through eight, five through nine are really up for grabs. And I think that's exciting. I think that's exciting for these teams that maybe don't have world championship expectations every year. And they're looking for, for reasons to keep pushing. You've got the, the two through four and the five through eight are really, really tight in terms of points and in terms of, uh, in terms of total quality of race. So I think there's still a lot to look forward to, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Sergio and and how he does with his now. I think he's only trailing by six points in in the the constructors or not the constructors. I'm sorry, in the drivers' championship, and the, that lead is going to stay tight, right? If you think about it, because it's going to be a Red Bull one-two either way. So what's really going to matter this year is the fastest lap between those two in the finishing order. And there's no guarantee that Verstappen doesn't have some mechanical issues or that Max doesn't, you know, something something could go wrong and the door could be open there for Sergio Perez. So very interesting stuff, I think. The race itself in Azerbaijan this weekend was kind of a clunker, kind of, you know, halfway through it was the, it was set. It did seem, and I'm looking forward to getting the Chief back on here this week. He's uh, he's in the in the pit right now, getting his. He's got mechanical issues going on himself. He's got to take care of, but he'll be joining me later this week. Um, I'd be interested to hear his take on what's going on. It seems like you can't follow. Nobody can follow anybody right now. And uh, every time cars were trying to get close, Lewis Hamilton was pushing Fernando Alonso, and for a while, George Russell was trying to push Lance Stroll and they couldn't it seems like that hot air maybe it's the local air in Azerbaijan but really seemed a little bit tough to to stay close to the cars for overtakes and perhaps that's the Mercedes floundering performance as well something to be said there but it did seem like all across the grid overtaking was tough and I know it's a street track and I know it's narrow and it's hard to run wide but there's something going on with the air and that's something I don't know a ton about is how the air air works in formula one, or I'm learning about, you know, I always say on this podcast that we're trying to learn and we're trying to, um, grow our, our bank of knowledge and our wealth of knowledge through podcasting and through, through interacting with you all out there. So if anyone's listening to this and you can explain to me why that warm, warm air, you kept seeing guys, you know, coming, coming off the racing line to get some cool air into the engine, what is the actual effect going on to the car at that point? 
that they are trying to cool down. And I know overheating, right, is kind of a term we hear, but what what does that really mean? What's happening when the car overheats to the point where they, they're really trying to get that cool air in there? And uh, just, it was an interesting little race with, with little stuff like that and the, the tires, uh, tire um, maintenance was really a key for the weekend and the whole thing with Esteban Alcon taking his pit with everybody in that pit lane that's something that really should be avoided. We'll probably touch with Chief about that. Um, but yeah, just wanted a little midweek update here on Baku. And we're also looking forward to Miami this coming week. Send us your, your predictions, your thoughts, your who do you think could sneak onto the podium? Who do you think might fall off the podium this week? Is there going to be uh, that midfield battle or that, that second tier, third tier battle? Is there going to be some shakeup there? What do you see happening this week in Miami, it's amazing. We waited so long, four weeks, for um, the race in Azerbaijan. And now, boom, it seems like there's not enough time to get ready for the Miami Grand Prix. But that's a beautiful thing, isn't it? And uh, I know I'm just going here, but I've been excited to talk to you all. I haven't had a chance. It was a big weekend uh, at the house here. Didn't have a chance to sit down and get my thoughts out. But here they are. Those are my thoughts on Azerbaijan. And like I said, we'll have... We'll have Connor back on here soon to uh, to really color in and, and help with the detail and the shading and understanding. And we will do a proper Miami look ahead and get ready for a little bit of a uh, the first the first Grand Prix stateside this year, which will we'll put the American twist on it. It'll be nice, and we can't wait. Thank you for uh, subscribing, checking in, interacting, being there at F1 Funcast, Gmail, Instagram, Twitter. Now on Twitch, now on YouTube, uh, pretty much wherever. We're going to flood the zone. We're going to keep talking to you all, and we love the interaction. We love going back and forth. The learning is great. Everyone's been so helpful. So looking forward to talking to you all again probably tomorrow, and uh, we will hear about Miami pretty soon. Can't wait. Talk to you later.